Talk That Matters, brought to you by the Salvation Army. It's the series hitting the streets, life on the front line. This is your look inside the lives of people sleeping rough and the workers devoted to them. Today we're meeting the workers. They include a prison and court chaplain, street chaplain, youth outreach worker, someone who runs a soup kitchen. They've been working in this field from a few years up to more than 30 years. So what drives someone to leave the chance for a cushy job with big pay and perks to devote their lives to a largely thankless job, serving people who are living on the edges of our society? Well, I've always had, ever since I was a young teenager, I've always had uh, a lot of compassion for people. I went on a mission trip over to northern Thailand and up into Laos, about three years ago and that changed my life. Had no idea about working with homeless, had no idea about working in um, what it would be like to work with, yeah, you know, the poor and marginalised. And I got invited to this night, did a volunteer course and uh, just pretty much got drawn into street ministry first, so out on the street. And so from that, it just grew into, yeah, a love for the people and a love for the work and a love for the ministry. I only ever had really uh, one argument with my own father and that was... uh, as a teenager and that was wanting to take uh, tea and sandwiches over to a fellow who uh, was living under a tank on the riverbank and he said you know you're wasting your time now he was right you probably were wasting your time you know what I mean Uh, we're doing anything to change change his habits but I've always I've always been very much orientated towards the unchurched of society. Basically, I've always grown up around people who you, I guess you would say, are marginalised or um, suffer from addiction or homelessness or dysfunction um, because uh, just by nature of my parents working in it, so I've always had proximity to it. Um, and so uh, when I was in year 11, I, uh, you know, I kind of was a bit sick of it. I, I'd grown up around these people my whole life and around these issues and not really had a choice just because of the proximity of my parents and family life. And, uh, and so when I was in year 11, I thought, yeah, I'm going to uni, I'm going to go and study, I'm going to be a veterinarian or something, work with animals. And, uh, but it was kind of around the, um, when I started year 12, I had a big change of heart uh, and uh, decided actually, you know, I would say that kind of God um, softened my heart towards uh, uh, some of those people who I guess I'd seen for a long time as taking my parents away from me. I kind of had almost held it, not a grudge, but had an issue with it. And so I, God kind of led me uh, to say, no, you're going to do this work as well. And I've kind of actually found along the way that I think because I've grown up around um, people who who uh, are at risk and in crisis and, um, and are in dysfunction, that actually I, I guess I have a real compassion for it and, and a real understanding of the issues probably at a young age because of my proximity and growing up around it. What have you learned about the people you work with? They're survivors. Basically we all have situations in our lives and how we cope within those things and they just adapt to their situations and that can actually make them hard and they have to manipulate to get what they want. For most of us we can see what happens and through a series of events we change for them can be many, many years. Probably the main thing is that we're all the same. We've all got issues. We've all got uh, different um, things to work on in life. So, you know, some of the people we work with here is probably might be their issues or their uh, things to work on in life are bigger or greater or more obvious maybe than everyone else's. But 
at the end of the day, I'm just as uh, vulnerable as they are. Everyone needs a place to belong. Everyone needs a place to connect. And, you know, if I can help provide that, then that's probably the best thing. So, yeah. I also learnt the power of, uh, of community, of that, um, you know, as long as we have relationships and family and maybe not actual blood, relative family, but they kind of, kind of I was introduced to this street culture of like street brothers and street sisters and street mums and street dads. And, and so this amazing power uh, that, that, that there is in, in, in community and doing life with other people and kind of, you know, that, uh, you know, having other people have your back and you've got theirs and, and sharing and being generous and challenging each other when you need to be challenged. And, and so I kind of uh, learnt a lot about the power of community and then also the, the, the uh, what I guess the survival, the amazing power to survive and to withstand suffering that human beings have. Next week in this new series, Life on the Frontline, you'll hear the good and bad, the danger and the joy these workers will never forget. There's everything from a punch in the face to a family reunion still to come. I'm Helen Shield for The Salvation Army.